Hello and welcome to another episode of Waste Books. Uh, this month, we talked about the novel The Dispossessed by Ursula K. Le Guin. It's an uh, anarchist novel, if you want to call it that. It's about an anarchist scientist who uh, was raised on a, an anarchist planet in an anarchist society. And uh, he's trying to complete his theory. He goes to another society, much like our own. Um, so we kind of get to see our planet from an anarchist's perspective. There's some uh, monogamy stuff banging around in there and some polyamory stuff banging around in there. Uh, stuff about uh, owning things, p- possessions, you know, owning things, also being possessed. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some political philosophy banging around here. We've all had some interest in anarchism at one point or another, so it's kind of fun to revisit those ideas. Um, anyway, let's see, housekeeping items. We have our Patreon Independent Art Distro, uh, which is where we purchase items from artists, uh, independent artists, and then we distribute it through this mail distro that we have. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can visit patreon.com slash waste division. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, and speaking of which, we need to do this. Um, it's been a few months since we started this program, and we have some people that we need to thank. So thank you, Aaron, Austin, Brian, Bruce, Ginevra, Molly, Peter, Scott, and Spencer for uh, signing up for our Patreon distro. Um, We're starting to build up a good little uh, community receiving these bundles. Um, They're kind of fun. See, our last bundle included a vinyl by Idaho Green, um, as well as some subversive zines. Uh, Had some cool stickers in there. Mary-Kate had a sticker in there. I had a sticker in there. Um... Our friend Parker Brown uh, had a CD in there. Um, So we're just kind of sending out stuff that's good. And it's kind of like a Blue Apron subscription. If you've been listening, you're probably fucking tired of me talking about Blue Apron. I don't know why I talk about it. But it's a good um, kind of analog for what we're trying to do with independent art, honestly. Except it's cheaper and... uh, I don't know. You can't eat our shit most of the time. Plastic or paper. Okay. Let's see. Patreon.com slash Waste Division. That's it. Um, And thank you again to our patrons. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, We use these monthly subscriptions to help us uh, pay for operating costs, like running our website and um, doing this podcast, paying for broadband. Also, uh, we started doing a podcast called The Waste Books Appendixes, or Waste Books Appendix. Um, We're basically just sitting down with people, um, kind of anybody who's trying to do something, and just asking them what they're doing and how they're doing it, and why, um, challenges they have, or triumphs, or all that kind of shit. It's just like conversations. Um, For one of them, it was... Me and Cooper, uh, Cooper sat me down. It was actually his idea initially where he wanted to talk about like other books that he's been reading. And he's like, hey, man, we should get together and talk about this shit. And then I was like, yeah, but I want to know like what you've been up to. So we kind of made it uh, both of those 
where um, you sit down with somebody and talk about what they're doing. I sat down with um, another person, my friend Brian Nichols. Uh, he's in training to be a Navy uh, flight officer or uh, a pilot. He flies planes, and that's something that he's been pursuing for a long time, so I thought it'd be fun to talk to him about it. He's also a good talker, real jokester. Um, so we're just trying to like have semi-interesting conversations, at least with people who we think are doing cool shit. Uh, so yeah, anyway, check that out. It's in our feed. Um, also talk to our friend Mary-Kate Teske, who's a talented photographer. She's hustling. She's badass. Um, okay, so I got Patreon. I got Waste Appendix. I have left for housekeeping julia louise dry fest which we just announced uh, the dates for and opened submissions for so this is our diy art festival here in billings montana um, used to be called richard dry fest um, but since richard Dreyfus, it's muse our festival's inspiration ended up having sexual assault allegations leveled against him we decided we did not want to be associated with him, obviously. Um, so we kind of did like a poll amidst our people, with the people in our community, uh, people who have been going to the fest, and we decided that we would name it after Julia Louise Dreyfus. Um, so we're using her face now for our festival, and it's a lot of fun. Julia Louise Dreyfest is in its second year, but uh, Dreyfest... The franchise, the legend, or whatever, has been going for seven years. This is the seventh year. So it's kind of a thing now. Um, we're trying to make it cooler and bigger and better every year. Um, so part of that is trying to reach more people like you. If you would be interested, if you have a band, uh, or if you're a visual artist, or you're a comedian, or you're a poet, or you're a craftsperson, if you got some herbal shit you're working on or uh, you build tables or I don't know uh, you can come to this festival and have a place to show off um, we are closing submissions I think maybe I said March 1 just want to make that clear so you got like a little over a month and uh, if you have friends who might be interested in this please tell them um, we pay bands uh, and other acts like a bit it's not much usually it's just like gas money if you come from further uh, we try to account for that and pay you a little more uh, of course you have the opportunity to sell merchandise and uh, make up some cash there um, you can stay with people in our community uh, and save money on hotels or uh, there are places to camp around Billings too and we also have our dry fest potluck to feed artists and attendees and I think we're going to try to do the Dry Fest Bazarbecue as part of the potluck. So um, that's where craft people would go and sell their shit, for example. Um, anyway, that is August 9th and 10th this year at Julia Louise Dry Fest in beautiful downtown Billings, Montana. Um, submit. Yeah, if you're an artist, fucking submit. Try to try do some shit. Um, boop, 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 boop. I think that's it. Okay, I don't know if I said this. I fucking forgot. Ursula K. Le Guin, yeah, I did. Here it is. Our discussion on the dist, the the dispossessed, by Ursula K. Le Guin. Waste, 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 waste. waste.
Thank you. Amen. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That was, really, that was, that was meditative. Yeah. Yeah. I just did the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. That's rich. Cool. Well, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Waste Books. Who are you? I'm Cooper <laughs> Malin. Um, longtime listener. Um, <laughs> I am out. I'm out here in Dixon, Montana, in in my closet for the time being, in the doghouse, <laughs> drinking a hams. Yeah, hams in the closet. That's Very a nice. good rare form. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we missed that out here. Well, then this is Eric out in Eugene, Oregon, not in a closet. So. <laughs> That's You're something. in some kind of closet, Eric. We all know it. But that's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> no comment. Uh, this is Phil in Billings, Montana. You don't want to give your last I, name? Uh, Griffin. <laughs> Boo. That's for, it. For, for, for all the people. Sake. For all the people. Um, it's been 17 days since I drank, which is kind of sick. There we go, dude. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Um. This is Dan in Bangkok, Thailand. I just realized that was like an AA introduction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give you a chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was not an AA introduction, but I'm happy about that. <laughs> we are Anaris, um, an alcoholic. Anaris. Anaris the Anonymous. There, that's a setting in our book today. <laughs> Did we get everybody, Jordan? We haven't no. got you yet. No, you forgot me. Because <laughs> you're always so this is, quiet. This is Jordan. I'm uh, mild mannered. Uh, this is Jordan <laughs> in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, pussy. should we? Thank you. For that's that. like, that's what they're gonna say when you blow up a government building. <laughs> I don't know. He was just so mild mannered. <laughs> I, I mean, he was in our book club, but he barely said anything. Yeah. It'll become threatening in time. Well, you're yeah. on the spot today, Jordan, because this is your book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll start if that's the case. And sure. Cooper, I won't forget about you. But so, uh, we did read that. I don't know what that was about. Uh, no, Cooper's, Cooper has something he liked to, to say. Well, and Cooper's the co-pilot of this episode. So we have a pilot That's... who's Jordan. You're steering this motherfucker, and then Cooper is uh, shouting out random instructions in the in the back seat or whatever. Don't call me Shirley. Nailed it. <laughs> oh boy, we better start, Jordan. Just, you need okay. to go for it. We gotta fucking start wrangling you guys in here. Okay, so. Uh, we read Ursula K. Le Guin's novel, The Dispossessed. Uh, I would just like to say I really enjoyed this. I had never read Ursula K. Le Guin before. Uh, I always look forward to reading her. Uh, she seemed like a fairly progressive writer and also uh, very adept at writing in science fiction. Uh, I just want to say off the bat that I actually did enjoy this more than Dune. Um, mm, I, think, I think that there was something in science fiction that I... I, I get bored about, which is a lot of world building. Um, so a lot of my favorite sci-fi books, like Brave New World and, and Orwell, 1984, um, they aren't really as interested in that, and they're more interested in sociological, social concepts and more philosophical ideas. And I know that Dune does that 
uh, a lot and does a really good job at it. But it, it did seem like an action novel in like this macroverse. Uh, and I really like Dune. I, I'm not going to say I don't like Dune. I love Dune. Um, but I just, I really enjoyed this, uh, reading this. Um, so, uh, before I say more about the novel, uh, Cooper, I think, had something that he'd like to just start us off with. Something written out. Yeah, this is um, something my lawyer's having me do now. I have to <laughs> go and... <laughs> um, no, this is this is sort of... I, I wrote up a little um, typical back-of-the-book uh, summary of, of The Dispossessed without giving too much away, and I, I have this for everybody. Uh, the Dispossessed is a look at two radically different worlds... Our protagonist, Shevik, is a brilliant and capable citizen of the satellite world Anaris, occupied by a radical group of anarchists who follow Odonian philosophy. Anaris was populated from its sister world, Uras, 150 years ago, and we begin with Shevik, leaving Anaris on board a space freighter bound for Uras. Through a circular narration, we follow Shevik um, on Uras as he develops his unified theory of time, and we begin to know his life as it led up to and beyond that decision to leave. Did you say on your ass? Yeah, we yeah, should dude. just we should just keep calling it that. <laughs> well, that yes. that's He's something a citizen we brought up. Of your ass. The the pronunciations <laughs> were difficult. Um, yeah. But but like Jordan, I hadn't read though. I can't, I can't say that I haven't read any Ursula K. Le Guin that I know of. Though there is a short story I read a while ago that I believe is one of hers. I didn't have time to look it up. It's a brilliant short story. I, I hope somebody can correct me and tell me it's hers or who it was written by. It is, it's, again, another sort of ambiguous utopian setting. There's a perfect city. It's a perfect world. Um, and the story takes place with a group of skilled school children that they've reached the right age where they're to be shown why this place is so perfect. And they're led to a small room in the center of town in the basement and the teacher opens the door and shows them in this windowless cement block room a small child who must live in like total isolation and deprivation from everybody else and it's through the suffering of this one child and the knowledge of this one child's suffering that allows this community to live in perfect harmony and that's sort of the takeaway from the story and I believe that's hers I believe that's her short story it blew me away it still affects me to this day and I think that small story perfectly encapsulates what she's able to do so well, which is uh, diagnose a problem in society and extrapolate it by millennia, which is what we see here. Um, and that's that. Jordan, I'm with you right there. I love Dune. It was so much fun. I still love reading those action sci-fis. But, man, there's nothing better than a fucking beautifully written little social treaty wrapped in a sci-fi world. So good. Yeah. 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 I definitely this... thought uh, that this book was just as engaging uh, for the opposite reason as Dune. It, not because it was so much action-packed and full of world-building, like you were saying, but, like, for the the a lot of the commentary on, like, uh, social structures and philosophy and, like, science and stuff was, like, super engaging to me, especially through that character's mind. Oh, it's great. It's funny that we keep comparing it to Dune because we've done a couple. It almost feels like this podcast is becoming a sci-fi book club, uh, <laughs> which I don't have a problem with. Uh, 
But it's fine. It's funny because I don't see really any comparisons to Dune besides the science fiction genre. I would actually compare this to some of our other more like capital L literature books that we've read. So I don't totally. want to stray the listener off too much by our constant comparing of Dune. This is a space adventure of sorts, but also not really at all.
Or
this